Welcome to Only the Greatest Podcast, where we explore the vital connection between fitness and success in all areas of your life. We are your hosts, Daryl, Philip, Sean, and our goal is to help you become the greatest version of yourself. This show is brought to you by our one and only sponsor, which is ourself, OTG Fitness. OTG Fitness is a private personal training gym on the south side of Houston in Webster, Texas. You can learn more about OTG Fitness by visiting otgfitness.com or searching OTG Fitness on any social media platform. If you happen to find any value in this show, all we ask is that you leave a quick review and mention specifically what helped you out. If you're listening on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this video with anyone who you think may need to hear this. We're just a couple guys here that found life-changing benefits from fitness, and we want to share that with the world. So every single like, mention, and review really does help us out so much. Help us grow this show and everything OTG is about by sharing with somebody today and tomorrow and the next week and, and the next, next day week. and then tell them about Buster. So hold on a minute here. If you're, if <laughs> you're just listening on the, hold on. if you're hold listening on. on the podcast platform, you don't know this yet, but if you're watching on YouTube, which you should, you know that Phil and I and Sean read straight from a script on a piece of paper. Yes. For the intro. <laughs> and you also know we have a very handsome <laughs> guest oh, on yeah. the show today. Oh, man, See that, that makes beard? me feel good. <laughs> now, what do I need to do to, to get that perfect, you know, Scruff. combo of color and length? That's wisdom. Is it? And that's manifesting in facial hair form. <laughs> <laughs> that is a three- Wonderful kids, 12 years of marriage, and everything that comes with it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just trying to find out how to get some facial hair, man. Yeah. 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 Like, at all. Yeah. Like, let me just get some of that. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, welcome, Buster. Buster is uh, a part time entrepreneur, full time dad, full time oil gas. This guy lost 80 pounds just a couple of years ago. And uh, today we're going to talk about how he did it, um, what he's learned along the way, uh, obviously how he's worked through the ups and downs, how it's helped him at his job, at his business, in his family, how fitness kind of brings all that together. And then also Buster has a podcast of his own that um, Sean and I listened to a couple of episodes Mm -hmm. last week and two of them just really spoke to us. So um, make sure you tune in till the end of the show to kind of hear a couple of things that we wanted to cover about Buster's podcast that may not have been specifically about fitness, but in my opinion, uh, were very correlated and had a lot to do with my personal fitness journey as well. And the way that he speaks and the way that he tells a story I don't, I don't know. It just really hit. It really hits. So yeah. I'd like to dig into that a little bit, but let's get started with um, telling us uh, what was going on a few years ago. You told me earlier that you were 265 pounds. 265. Not that man. long ago. So tell us. No, it was a uh, 2019 uh-huh. about that time. We had just had coming to the one year mark of my sweet baby girl's birthday, one years old. So mm-hmm. I was about 265. I was doing the uh, three kids full time, had the wife. She was running her business at that time. And I was just full at it with work too. So mm-hmm. I didn't even have a lot of the responsibilities I have now. I was just starting out. And it it got to the point close to her birthday when I had one of those moments where it's like, I got to do something. Yeah. It's it's I'm like not where I'm at. 
not where I want it should be. <clears throat> what what was that, Buster? Was that like a um, you saw your reflection in the mirror, or you just didn't feel good one day, or a combination? Couldn't run around with the kids, something like that. Was it a, was it any one thing? It really was, and it was the typical like I was bending over, putting on a shoe, and I was like, <sighs> ah, and and it just I have a story hit similar me. to this, and it. I was just like, what the hell are you doing? Because mm-hmm. you don't really, when you're going through and you're, you're blowing and going, you don't stop and have a second to think about stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. So, right. And it happens it, so gradually because you see oh, yourself yeah. every day. Oh, yeah. What's, what's a one more size bigger pair of pants? Man? Right. That's yeah. Okay. Mm. yeah. How, how long were you working your way up to that? Did you, was it so, have you, were you overweight as a child, uh, teenager, adult life? Like, when did it start when you started having kids? Like, what's, you know, how, how so, to get to that point? Growing up, actually, I was a really skinny kid until, I don't know, one point where I just, I was a bigger kid growing up. I, I was always the chunkier kid, you know, mm-hmm. and lost, and, and I'd have sections of time frame in this. So, like, senior year of high school, I dropped down, mm-hmm. got to college, gained back up, lowered down, come back up, and essentially, whenever I got married, it was... I lost weight to get, you know, in wedding shape and yep. fighting shape. I did that. Sounds familiar. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You know, because you want to look good for that day for your bride. Sure. And so. And there's going to be a ton of pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many pictures. Yeah. So many pictures. And uh, the beard was a lot browner, too, at that <laughs> point. My kids will remind me. There was a little that. less kids. Yeah. 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 No <laughs> that time. And, and then slowly through the whole steady part of marriage and then having kids and life and all and not really having a direction, just going through the motions mm-hmm. and that drift creeps in. And next thing you know, you're sitting at 265 and it, it, it's, you don't know, you don't, you know how you got there, <laughs> yeah, but you don't know how you got there. So. And how long ago was that? How long have you been married? 12, 12 years. Oh, in July, so it was 12 years. So two things you're saying, Buster, that, I, that I'm hearing. And, and one of them I really like, you said that drift creeps in. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how it happens mm-hmm. whenever you start to get off track, right? You talk about the trajectory of the airplane that's flying 10,000 miles. And if you're spot on, you're spot on. But yep. if you get one degree off over the course of that 10,000 miles, oh, yeah. you drift way off into nowhere. So that Completely. drift creeps in. And it also sounds like you were, you've been on a bit of a, um, as far as your weight and physical fitness has been a little bit of a roller coaster mm-hmm. for oh, most yeah. of your life. So you get, you've had some highs, you've had some lows and, uh, it sounds like right now you've have found a middle ground. You, you found a good balance where you're not really thin. You're not really overweight. You feel good. You look good. And you found a way to maintain that. Is that right? Yeah. I've, I feel good where I'm at right now. Cause like you said, I, I lost a ton of weight. I got down to 180, and at that point, my wife was even like, you're too skinny. Right. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's, and I was in all transparency. I was going really hard at it. Mm-hmm. I had this goal. I knew what I wanted to do. I had a date in mind. I was executing every day to get to it. And then after that, it was kind of like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take some time off. We're going to go through some things. We're going to dial stuff. it back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, I'm, I was the guy who we were on vacation with our friends and I'm like, I'm, I'm done eating at, 
at six o'clock because I'm fasting yeah. and I'm not drinking alcohol and I'm sorry guys. Uh, hey, I'm going to go on a quick run real quick. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go bang out some pushups over here. I'll be back. Yeah. You know? So that was, that was me for a good portion of, of time. I'm just imagining you're like in New York, like at like Empire State so, Building, like cranking out some bullets. Well, that really, I, I like how you found this middle ground. Cause I'd like to get into how you lost the weight for sure. But <clears throat> what, what you're saying and kind of what Daryl's getting at, it really brings me back to something that Daryl's wife actually taught me um, a couple of years ago now. And, and she was the first person that helped me realize that periods of hard times and overcommitment help make you stronger and find that consistency, even when you're not going like super hardcore. Right. And then you can flip the switch you can flip the yeah. switch yeah as needed you yeah. know so let's talk about like the the hardcore you right which is fine we can talk about <laughs> yeah. that like how'd you lose that much weight how'd you lose the 80 yeah. pounds and then let's talk about kind of how you found the middle ground so when i decided i was going to do it, it was right about the time that andy Frisella came out with the 75 hard program mm-hmm. okay he was, he was just starting that out and and i remember seeing it i'm like okay i can do this i can I think I can do this. So yeah. I told my wife, I'm like, Hey, I want, I want to try this program. Uh, was this around the time you bent over to tie the shoe Joe, and said, ah, man, you know, I July 21st, 2019. Oh, he remembers the That was the date I killed myself. As I say, that was the, uh, I had to really confront who I was at that time and be mm-hmm. like, all right, this guy's got to go. You created a new identity. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. He's got a name and all too, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, and I think that's really important. You got to, you got to see who do you want to be? Who do you, who do you strive to be? Give that person a name and then try and achieve it. What does that person do? And, and just do it. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I'm going to start this. And I was like, all right, what do I, what am I going to do for these? Cause you got to do the two workouts. Yep. No alcohol, water, uh, water, a gallon pictures. of water, pictures, Read. 10 pages of a book, mm-hmm. uh, you know, weigh every it. day. And then the diet, the diet, yeah, yeah. yeah. stand on the diet. And I went hard on that one. Let me tell you. It was, uh, I decided I'm going to go do keto for this whole time mm-hmm. and I'm going to do intermittent fasting. Cause I was like, I got 75 days for this. I'm going to go all out. I'm going to just tear into this. And it was a lot of rucking. I got into rucking. I had a, a weighted vest or really I had a, a body armor yeah. class okay. threes. And I was like, this weighs 20 pounds, throw that on. Mm-hmm. And I would just go for a walk and it'd be like the first time I remember it was like 20 minute mile walk with this thing. Yeah. Sweating. I'm like, Oh, good Lord. And it, it just progressed from the outside workouts to weightlifting to yoga to biking to whatever I can do mm-hmm. to, to get me going during that time. And then fasting till noon and then eating, what tracking everything, you know, on my fitness pal. Yeah. And going from there. And it was just day after day after day after grinding. But there were some difficulties with that too, yeah. because you this was a completely new lifestyle. Right. Sure. So, sounds like you had a, you had a militant focus on the diet mm-hmm. and that the training was kind of, it, it, it was a little bit fluid because it was whatever you needed to do to get moving. Right. And whatever worked for you that day, you went for it. Right. And the diet was always there. Diet was always okay. there. I knew Very exactly. Very important. Phil and I talk about that a lot. Like from one of y'all episodes on, uh, Y'all had the other day where you talked about like, this is my list of what I, what you eat. Yep. You know, that, that list I had mine. Yeah. I just knew it was like, well, I'm going to eat this, 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 and this and avocados all the time. I had yeah. that, 
the shakes programmed in. Like I knew if I had this many carbs and fats and everything, yep. I could stay nice. between everything. Uh, so yeah. So you went extreme. Yeah. What were some of the tougher parts about 75 hard? I got very, I was very militant, like you said, and I went through the whole first time, like without stopping. Mm-hmm. I did get the flu once. Okay. And, that, and I told my wife, she's like, you need to stop. And I'm like, I'm going for a walk. Mm-hmm. I will be back. <laughs> let me tell you, thank that God that was sucked. a 24 hour flu. Yeah. That yeah. walk sucked. It was just a 25 minute mile. Uh, <laughs> but, but you got uh, it done. Yeah. yeah. I got it done. But to be honest, the hardest part was the time management of it and starting mm-hmm. out on that. Uh, Cause I mean, I'm like, all right, I've, I've got to go do a workout and it's probably like six o'clock where we're trying to feed kids. And, uh, yeah. You know, you got a one year old and my wife's like, can you go later? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And so there some mornings like it'd be one o'clock. I'm like, all right, I guess and I'm going just, for a walk. In, yeah. in those cases, would you just suck it up and get it yeah. done or? No, I'd, I'd go later. I'd just yeah. go later. And that's when it really started clicking to me about, I got to get up earlier. I got to okay. get, mm. I have to start waking up earlier. I got to knock out this first workout, the outside workout. Immediately. And immediately I have to get, and, and that helped me get my morning schedule, my morning routine one that was very effective and worked out for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So and our, that's our next bullet point actually mm-hmm. is how uh, you're probably about to say that, yeah, right? Exactly. How you did that with the wife and the three kids and the full-time job. Cause you hear a lot of people say, Oh, well, I just don't have the time. <laughs> and what I hear is what Phil and I hear is, and it's not like a jab at anybody. You're just, no, you're not, and you're not making it a priority. So yeah. it sounds to me like uh, you had one major tool and that was waking up earlier that you use to unlock more time, right? To buy yourself more time. I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier. I'm going to get that workout knocked out and I'm going to get those 10 pages knocked out. My picture knocked out. That's three out of what? Five or six steps right there. Oh yeah. And, and, or two and a half of the five. So you're halfway done before the kids are even awake. Right. Oh yeah. And, uh, so it sounds like you just stayed up later, went to, or, Got up earlier and stayed up later when you, mm-hmm. when necessary, right? Yeah. So my my schedule during that time was I'd set my alarm for about 4.45 mm-hmm. and I'd wake up, take the picture, drink 30 ounces of water real quick, weigh myself, throw on my gear, go outside. And, and, and I do want to say this because I had a great group of guys at the time who I just post in my neighborhood. We have a men's Facebook group in our, in our yeah. neighborhood and I would just post the night before going rucking at 5 a.m. Who wants to come? Mm-hmm. And I had several guys who would come during that time and wow. show up and ruck with me. Super cool. Nice. And, uh, you know, they, they would be there during that. And, and it was great because we had conversations. We got our day started off real yep. well. And then I'd come in, I'd drink 30 more ounces of water. You're halfway there. You're halfway to your gallon. Halfway to my gallon. I'd sit down. I'd read my 10 pages, take my time, meditate, pray, go all in on that. And then take a shower, get ready for work. Chug 30 more ounces. I got to chug water. I can't sip it. It's, yeah. it's yeah. just something so that. So you had that accountability piece yeah. with the, yeah. with the group. Oh yeah. Oh, it it was that. great. Like we would, at one point I had just me by myself and then another guy. And at one point we had like maybe six guys going. Okay. And then on the yeah. weekend, because I wasn't drinking, <laughs> I had the Saturday morning rucks going. And at one point we had like 15, 20 guys showing up at Seabrook to ruck. It's, and it was, I think that's, I I think that's a really great point is like with, with the time management thing, if you can figure out how to take advantage of that one day that you usually don't have because it involves (laughs) alcohol or, or some type of 
uh, I don't want to use the word bad, but like negative social type of situation. What you'll notice is just by doing it, the time is actually multiplied. Yeah. Right. So so it's very interesting how that works. I was going to talk about this a little bit as somebody who used to drink heavily and now I enjoy a drink a few times a year. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have drinks with friends, maybe four times, once a quarter or so, you'll see me have some drinks. I don't have no problem with it. However, one quick pro tip, not drinking alcohol, it saves you money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's You're going to get better quality sleep. Oh, yeah. You're going to get more sleep. Right. Because the, you're going to have you're going to get more sleep in less time is what I'm trying to say, because you're going to go to bed on time. You're going to wake up on time and you're going to save that time you would have spent sleeping in because you were hung over. Right. So it's exponentially uh, pays yeah. off whenever better digestion, too. better digestion, oh, you're gonna oh, yeah. feel better. So, yeah, yeah. that four oh. hours or whatever that you think you only lost four. Well, actually you lost that four. Plus, you didn't sleep as good, so you, you no. lost another two hours tomorrow worth of productivity, and Sleeping. you slept in. So you know it's just lost like a like an hour on the toilet. Effect. You're just yeah. kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. kind of messed up. Day, man. You're making it up slower. It's up six, eight hours. Yeah, but, for know, sure. Yeah. And I'm a good timer, so uh, it, it's in my blood. I tell my boys, I was like, y'all got the good timing gene. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all like to have a good time. So yeah, <laughs> they uh, uh, a bunch of my friends are always like. Bring Fat Buster back. <laughs> Bring Fat Buster back. Well, that guy's not coming back. But like, let's talk sorry, about. I killed him. Yeah, <laughs> he's done. Let's talk about like where you're at now, because um, you know, looking at you now, you're not a little guy. You're you're a big guy. What do you? Where, where's your body weight now? About two fifteen? You said I'm about two twenty, two twenty five. Okay. Uh, depends on if I'm vacationing or sure. if it's a good. It'll fluctuate, but I can. I'll drop off not ten pounds like nothing, or mm-hmm. you know, pick it back up real easy. Yeah, and if you're listening to this. Yeah, he's not, he didn't stay around that 180 mark. But the point is that you don't have to do that to be healthy. You don't have no. to do that to to feel good, to look good. Like you look very healthy. Uh, I, I can tell by your attitude that, that you feel good. You're just, you're full of energy. Um, I've only met you a handful of times, but each time it's always very positive. He's in a really good place in his life. So, you know, you don't have to be so extreme all the time. Yeah, he did that for a period of time, Mm -hmm. but now he's found like a nice middle ground. So let's Mm. talk about like, what what do you do now? Obviously you're not doing 75 hard now. No, no, So what what does your lifestyle look like on a day-to-day now to maintain, you know, health, longevity, you're still working out regularly, eating pretty good. So I always try and ask my, I try and be aware of, am I doing certain things that are bringing the quality of my life? So waking up early and going for a ruck, getting that going. I still love rucking. I think it's mm-hmm. one of the best things you can do. Uh, it's very low impact. I have a 35-pound rucksack I put on now. Yeah, is it, it a go ruck? Or? It's a go ruck, okay. yeah. yeah. I love, love it. Carry oh, on. Sorry. No, <laughs> man, it's great. And uh, usually it's wake up in the morning, that same thing. Drink 30 ounces of water, just step on the scale, see where I'm at. Uh go for a 45 minute ruck or an hour. Now I'm going for an hour just because I hit certain lakes around my neighborhood. Yeah. Come back a certain amount of time. Right. And at that time I'm either just getting my brain going for the day or I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to a book or I just leave it all behind. And I'm just like, I need to work out a few things that's happening in life at that time. So that's the best quiet time to get come in and I'll be reading, drink coffee. I usually don't eat breakfast. Uh, I don't eat till about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm traveling a lot on that side. So I try and do the healthy options on 
when I go to lunch, but of course it's always if I'm with my group or something right. like that. Sure. We, I love burritos, man. Those guys. Dude, are burritos, burritos are legit. Nice. Yeah. Way better than Chipotle. I, I can't me. do it. I, I agree with that. I can't. I don't know if it's way better, but it's pretty good. It's better. It is yes. better. Chipotle messes yeah. my stomach up, dude. No joke. Hey, yeah, um, fair enough. Fair enough. Burritos are tight. Yeah, so I'll do that and might have to get my ice cream cone while I'm there. Yeah. And hey. if if I've gone on my ruck, I've earned it, I think. Okay. And then and then usually it's come home with the kids and in the afternoons we're either running around at baseball fields or we're chasing them doing something. My kids love to play outside and mm-hmm. I, I I find some of the best work I think is just working around my house. Yeah. Uh, you know, doing chores around the house, moving oh, yeah. stuff up in the attic, bringing it down. I just pulled out two Italian cypress this weekend. I had yeah. a great time doing that. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where I'm at at this moment. I know, am I, am I working out? Am I drinking water? Am I, you know, eating healthy? Am I limiting alcohol? I, you know, I went two years without a drop of alcohol and 10 year anniversary came up in Jamaica and I was like, no, nah, we're drinking beers on the beach. Yeah. That's okay. we got to do that. Yeah. And then I stopped for a while again. I was just like, so now I'm like in the same point. I'm like, it's a rare occasion where yeah. I, I have, it's just something that I outgrew. Well, you've proven to yourself that you can cut it off. Like yeah. we talked about earlier. You, yeah. you can flip the switch on and off. Yeah. yeah. I'm also conscious of the situations I'm in. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. what do I have tomorrow? There, Jesse Eisler has a great quote, remember tomorrow. And in fact, my wife got me a bookmark for my books that says, remember tomorrow. And it's always like, what do you have going tomorrow? Because you got to make a decision today that's going to impact yep. it. Well, yeah, you got to make a decision today. What I saw, I think it was Hormozy said, um, if you're ever in a position, I'm going to paraphrase him. If you're ever in a position where you have to make a decision, uh, make the decision um, that you make a decision that will tell the story you want to tell in the future. I like that. Oh, yeah. You, basically, right. The yeah. future. What's the future buster going to say yeah. about Man, you know, I really did want to get up and go ruck at 5 a.m., but I was so tired I hit that mm-hmm. snooze button. Is that the story you want to tell? Or do no, you want to tell no. do you want to tell your kids, damn it, I was so tired and I was beat down, but I, it didn't matter. Yeah. Because I won the war within. That's, That's right. the story you want to tell, right? That's right. And uh that I, that was just whenever you said that, it, it kind of made me think about uh made me think about that quote. For some reason I'm picturing um Sean's little nephew asking him like, Hey, uncle Sean, did you, uh, grow up and, and take pictures for a living or whatever? And he's like, like hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with the sarcastic. Nope. I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah. 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 You don't want to say the no. Yeah, exactly. You want to say, yes, I followed through mm-hmm. with what I always mm-hmm. dreamed of or, or, or whatever plan of action that I put into place for myself. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like the middle ground on your fitness buster is basically you're not doing keto anymore. No, no. Um, and it sounds like you're kind of still intermittent fasting with no breakfast, right? Right. So it sounds like you pulled, you, you did the 75 hard and you pulled the things out of it that you really liked. Correct. And you kept doing those things and the stuff that maybe was a little too extreme, that maybe was a little too tough to get done. You let those fade away and you dialed in these, uh, these handful of things that work great for you. The rucking, right. uh, the fasting being the two biggest examples yeah, and that, the early hydration. I like that. Early one too. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm all about that. And, and the coffee, I try and drink that black or I'll drink it with, uh, like the, uh, just cream in it or something right. on that side. Don't get into the sugars because my family calls me the cookie monster. So <laughs> I'm the cookie monster too. Like, like we had cookies. My mm. wife is just like past tense. Well, <laughs> you had them past tense. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's transition a little bit into uh, an episode of your podcast that 
I listened to the other. It was the first time I listened to it. I'll be honest with you. Sorry about that, but real quick, let's before we get into it, let's get Buster to plug his podcast. Oh, sure, yeah, please do. And what's it called? What's the best place to find it? It's called the Good Old Boy Podcast, Mm -hmm. and you can find it anywhere. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube. Okay, is it strictly audio right now, or is it is it YouTube? It is audio. I have a few episodes on YouTube when mm-hmm. the recording rant went right. I'm yeah. hoping okay. to correct that. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you, Sean. I'm working through yeah. it. Hey, Appreciate man. the I'm mentoring. Al- always here yeah. to help, dude. Anytime, man. I, I knew the answers. I just want. I just yeah. wanted to say it out loud so that people listen. I don't, I don't have a nice studio set up like this. I'm I'm in my office, and you'll <laughs> you'll see mine. And we're like. Why does he have those weird pictures in the background? Doesn't matter. So, yeah. well, <laughs> getting it done. Say what you want, but the couple of episodes that I listened to, this one in particular, the one we're going to talk about first, really captured me. And I think that you tell a great story. Um, it's true. I, He's I, been I, talking about it ever since he. Left. I can I can hear and feel the confidence and the wisdom to from from that's Daryl mentioned that earlier, and I was like, that is. Really, really, it is you uh, in a nutshell, I believe. And in this one particular episode, <clears throat> you were talking about how um, the act of suffering can actually be seen as a service, right? So I, I just wanted to ask you, um, like, what does that mean to you? Uh, and then obviously, we talk most about fitness. So I figured we could talk a little bit about how that plays into the fitness journey. Um, but in general, I just wanted to know, what, what does that mean to you and kind of how you've applied it to your life? So I base a lot of my decisions and what goes on in my life through a biblical nature. Mm-hmm. I have gone through some things. I have had some things happen to me. And when it's come down to it, there's always been a lesson in everything. And the lesson, well, some of them mm. is either it's done to yourself. You do it to yourself and you pay the consequences or you're choosing to go through a situation to become a better version of yourself or you're just, something's going on and how are you going to handle that externally? So for instance, you know, I decided I wanted to become a better father. A lot of that was going to have to become with, I couldn't, I couldn't have the quality of life with my family, with my kids. I couldn't run around with them unless I got the diet and health under control. And the only way to do that, like y'all mentioned, you know, you had to put in the work, you had to lift the weights, you had to do the diet, you had to do everything like that. They're on the go rut. Yeah. And, and you had to, you had to suffer through that. And it's not easy if you're not accustomed to it. And I was not it. There were mornings that sucked. There were mornings that it was hard. It was, it, but you did it. And on the other end, I was like, I know why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I know this purpose through it. Same thing with, you know, if I want to be a good husband and a good father, I know I have to, <laughs> my wife's probably going to be like, you told him you have to suffer to be a good husband. to be." <laughs> Sometimes it, it, it takes work and it's effort and it doesn't, it's not an instantaneous thing. It's something that comes later on down the way. Mm-hmm. And, and with my, my men's group I'm in, you know, we talk about these things. We talk about what's going on in our lives and we're trying to understand like, hey, why am I going through this? Why mm-hmm. is this happening to me? And it's like, well. Let's talk about it. You know, I've got friends who've been through some crazy things. Yeah. And I love them because I know that the type of person that they came out on the other side because they found that moment in there. You can suffer through some stuff and just be like, oh, woe is me. I'm going through this. It's why. Or you can just be like, all right, I'm going to handle this. I'm going to be a big boy. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to take it on, you know? Yeah. I, I, 
I said some, this, these are my own words. I've never heard anybody say this before and not like to toot my own horn my buddy, uh, a good friend of mine, a few years back, his wife was going through a really hard time. Um, there were some issues, uh, her, you know, her dad was, uh, in critical condition at the time and, uh, you know, their family was just going through some stuff and, uh, he kind of confided in me in a way. And, um, I, I'm Christian as well. I, I believe pretty much everything that I say, pretty much, I believe what the Bible has to say. That's just my personal, uh, and something he was talking to me, he was confiding in me. And, uh, I told him, I said, you know what, man, you know, one of the main, one of your main jobs as a husband and as a man is, I said, it's to stare into the face of adversity with poise standing between your family or your wife and whatever that adversity is. Right. And you don't have to like it. It doesn't have to be pretty and doesn't have to be fun, but sometimes that's, that's what you got to do. Yeah. And, uh, it, you can take that up to, you know, somebody dying within the family or as low as man, I say as low as, um, different as I got to lose this weight so that my kids look back and they remember dad going and playing mm -hmm. baseball with them. They remember dad, you know, throwing the football, swimming, jumping on the trampoline. And that's you staring into the face of the adversity of the 4:45 AM and the go rucksack. That's just yep. burning holes right through you with this little beady eyeballs, right? Staring yep. at you, right? That go ruck. And, uh, you know, that you stared into the face of that adversity in order to better yourself so that you could be better for them. Mm -hmm. That's, and, you got it, man. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know why those words came to me that day. And he was like, wow, dude. Well, it wow. sounds like you've had a personal experience with that also to where you have that's a few. That's it. When you suffer through this and, and like I said in the podcast. Oh, <laughs> my, bad. my bad. I was moving my mic and I hit the thing. I'm sorry. No, so not that's, my brain. that's my brain. That's my brain doing the cool thing. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you've been through that and you were able to share that with you. And, and when you really go through something, you're able to share it with others. You're able to yeah. impart wisdom. You're not coming from a, well, you know what I think I should yeah. do? Like, And that's, that's the positive of it. Um, I love what you said, Buster. I live my life by that of my wife and I both are, I try to, I explain this to her and I think she agrees. Um, although it's, she doesn't really, uh, bring it up as often as me, uh, you know, through any, any experience good or bad, you can usually extract something good from it, right? Whether the whole experience mm -hmm. was good or the whole experience was bad, there's something good that can come from it. Right. And uh, I'm going to use one, one minor example is, uh, my wife and I went on a trip just this past weekend and uh, for my birthday. And, um, the short version of the story is it didn't, we ended up having to come home early. It didn't work out exactly the way we wanted it to. And in the time we were really upset about it. Like, Oh man, you know, we, we didn't want to cut this short. And, um, you know, what ended up happening was her and I got into a, I'm going to call it like a minor little tiff, right? Where it wasn't like a full blown fight, but we were kind of irritated with each other. And it spurred her to say some things and me to say some things that made us have this whole conversation unrelated to why we were coming home early. Right. And it brought us even closer than we already were. And uh, we ended the trip early and a one beautiful thing came out of that. Right now, our vacation yeah. got cut short 
and we, we uh, waste a little bit of money because we didn't get to do the things that uh, the stuff that we booked or whatever. We had to eat the money for it, you know, a couple hundred bucks. But like the, the point is this one bad thing caused this other little yep. bad thing, which caused this great thing. And, uh, and so I had to extract, I had to pull that out of it. And, you know, I, that was on Thursday night. And then on Sunday we were kind of re we kind of do this. We will recap the weekend sometime or the Mm -hmm. week sometimes on Sunday, her and I, and, um, that's all we talked about. I said, you know, did you notice that on Thursday night, such and such happened and it was bad. And then we got into this argument and then it spurred this talk and it made us, it brought us so much closer. We got a little bit of frustration out we got a little better understanding of each other and it brought us closer. Was, was there a point during that discussion? The heated, I guess it was a little, or was I wouldn't a, call it heated. Um, we were just irritated like a, with each like other. A kerfuffle. Yeah. We were like snipping, a, yeah. snipping at each other. Yeah. But there was a point that there where you had to be like, hold on, this is happening. We just had all this great stuff go on. Everything happened. It, it was good. And now this one little thing is getting ready to ruin this trip. Yeah because of a probably I'm going to guess a minor miscommunication yep. in each other's intentional words. There, there was definitely a moment where, um, I stepped back and like you're describing and looked at the whole picture and went, and this is uh it's kind of what they would call first world, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like this, this is a very minor thing. It, you know, we're on this trip and it's my birthday and it's all fun and we're having a blast <laughs> and it's, it's going great. And, uh, yeah, this one little thing happens and now we're rare, you know, yeah, yeah. rare. And it's like, why waste this whole thing? Right. But short version is came together and, uh, and it was great, man. Uh, true. So I can really relate to what you're saying, uh, extracting the good right out of, uh, yeah. any, any situation. Yeah. And, and I've got a men's group that I belong to and those guys come in there and everyone's got a story of how they got there. Everybody mm-hmm. got here on a different train, bus, road, but they came on and, we're sitting there and we all had a conversation one time and it was, everybody had the same issue and we had all gone through it different ways. And then we had a young man who was going through it at that time. Mm-hmm. And man, we just poured into him about it and let him know like what's going on about this, what's happened, where you, where you look at. And he was, he was like, I'm so thankful y'all were able to talk me through this. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you, it serves a purpose. It's, yeah. it's there. You can't be selfish with it. You got to, you got to give it away after the end of it. So do you ever, <clears throat> I mean, Daryl kind of already answered this question, but you know, during these periods of suffering, do you ever not even realize that it's one of these periods, but when it's done and you've experienced the growth from it and you look back and you, and you recap and you count the steps that led you into that path and then, you know, you're less, it could, it could be months, years later. And then it just yep. kind of oh yeah, snaps to you. Oh, oh, definitely. I've, I've been through some of these where, you know, and it's, it's all seasons you go through and your season could be a month, a week, a year, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. years. And, and I've been through those where you, you do not understand until you're looking back and you know, hopefully you've got somebody you can talk to about that. And that's one of the biggest things is that if you have somebody you can talk to and share with about, and they say, man, well, how did you get through that? Well, I kind of, I kind of did this and I, I got peace through this and I struggled with this and I did this. And then all of a sudden you're thinking, oh, actually that wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it. Oh, I'm, I'm behaving like this now 
because of that situation back then. And now I'm even better off for it. I always remember that we didn't come this far just to come this far. Yeah. You know, and that sounds kind of hippy dippy or whatever, but hippy dippy. Kim Kardashian said that, right? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no, it, it's a, uh, she said that in like in a song and then uh, she like was like, I heard it on the, on the internet. So I take back uh, what I said. Dude. <laughs> I like how he did her voice too. Yeah. yeah. But no, it is true. You know, you look back, at all the things you've gone through and you're like, man, I've oh. been through harder stuff than this before. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're going through a hard time right now, whether it's, you know, if you're listening to this, maybe you're interested in fitness or whatever, but whether it's fitness related, it's life related, it's, it's in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like what Daryl's talking about, it's with kids or, or your wife or, or whatever, like these guys are talking about. Just know that, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel and right. And it's just, um, whether, you know, whatever your spiritual beliefs are, if you feel like it's God testing you or or some higher power, maybe they're just testing you right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're just seeing what you got, seeing what you're made of. Yeah. And if you can break through this, just think about what's on the other side. And I always keep this in mind. Definitely. I, I talk to people about this with their weight loss for sure. When they're hitting a plateau, we usually have this conversation, but it really helps me out a lot in business. Mm-hmm. because times get hard. Business is up and down. It's emotional. Um, it, it's always the hardest when there's people involved. Amen. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just always remember that maybe just maybe I'm just really being tested right now. Yeah. And if I can break through this period, uh, if I can, you know, push through this little bit of suffering that, that there is something for me on the other side. You know, and I'm just, I'm going to kind of just segue into our, our next point, which is something else that I heard you say, which is, um, how people are more capable usually than, than they feel like. And, and the words that you used is we are dangerously capable. Yes. we So are. Wh- why don't you just kind of tell me what does that mean to you? Where did that come from? And then, you know, I guess just say, yeah, what, what, what it so- means to you? So I'm, I'm big on my network because when I, when I did stop drinking and I got real serious about my health, I lost friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Been down certain, that road. certain groups, certain invitation stops, certain like, and it, and, and it was an impact. I had to realize that it wasn't just me, but it was my wife, my family, my kids, certain Mm-hmm. stopped hanging out. And then I had a conversation with a guy and he, I was, he had been a recovering alcoholic for a long time. In fact, whenever I started this, I, I was like, right, I need to study. I'm going to go, what does AA tell us? Why is it successful? What is it? You know, take the principles. I want to learn from it. It's a resource. It's available. And so he was telling me, he says, well, did some of your friendships get better? I go, yeah. He says, they're still around. I go, yeah. He goes, protect those people. Yeah. So I'm like, gotcha. And those people are the ones who are still around mm-hmm. and they have, they're all capable of when life hits the fan, when there's something wrong, uh, you can have an accident, you can have a kid in the hospital, your business could be failing, your health could be failing, uh, some, just something can happen. You need somebody who when your world's spinning and you don't know where to go, you need somebody that you can call and say, I need help. Yeah, I need guidance. I need, you know, 
it's, it's a vulnerability of men. You know, we want to carry that log on our own shoulders and we'll just get through it. It'll be okay. It's, you know, we can, I can do it alone. I can figure it. No, you have to be able to go to those friends and say like, I need some help. Can you help me with this? Sure. If you're having a spiritual crisis, man, get to a good church. If you're having a financial crisis, get to somebody, you know, who, who's really good with money. Talk to them. If it's a marital crisis, get to somebody, you know, who is having a, has a really good marriage and say, man, this is what I'm going through. And, and you got to have that. My buddy who I, you know, I tell the story of us riding, you know, he's driving a suburban in a, with a 1962 fireball trailer behind us through the hills of Missouri in the pouring rain and everything. And I'm fine with it. Cause I know my guy was, you know, he, he was in the armed forces. He was a contractor. He's mm-hmm. his whole job was trained. He knows how to drive. I've been with this guy, right? I'm completely capable. Like, in fact, I'm one of those guys who's like, if we're going somewhere, I'm driving. Yeah. But if we're together, he can drive. Yeah, he can drive. So you purposely surround yourself by these dangerously capable yeah. individuals. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you feel I, like that gives you strength. Oh yeah. I, I, hopefully I'm able to provide them with something. They feed off of me. I feed off of them. That's the network and that's how it goes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll look for these people. Do they have these attributes? What do they have? And I, and I don't want to seem like I'm trying to mooch off them, but in a situation, who do you want when it goes down? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, that saying rings true. Whoever you spend the most time with, you become who you spend the most time with. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have, you know, what, what's the expression four quarters instead of a hundred pennies, right? Yep. Uh, I'm down with my four quarters every single time over a hundred pennies. That's right. And uh, yeah, man. So these, you're dangerously capable at something. These other people all have their thing or their things mm-hmm. and you network together and y'all become even more dangerous and even more capable Correct. together. Now you got a little army going. I like that. Now you got yeah. an army. Now you got Maybe a whole you got five quarters. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. We got more than a dollar. Twenty-five. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, well, let's um maybe maybe we can uh, start to wrap this up a little bit, but yeah. the, one, one question I do have on that on that note is let's say someone's listening to this and I'm trying to learn something too right now just so you know, but let's just pretend that I'm listening to this and I'm like, you know, I've been suffering a lot. I don't think I'm very capable. Um I don't have a lot of good things going on right now. What what can I do to find that capability in inside of myself? Like what, 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 what do you think? What's the, what's the course of action, you know, for someone in a situation like that? So I have a little program that I've been working on and I would, I would say that you got to have a barn method. B-A-R-N. What do you believe? What do you want to believe about yourself? You know, for me, I kind of had to believe, okay, you're an athlete. You can, you can work out. You can, all right. You can ruck an hour. I can ruck. I can ruck an hour. I can do that. All right. What's the actions? Am I actually going out there doing it? Yeah. So it's B and A. B and A. Mm-hmm. The R is the resources. What do I need to know? What, what do I know about rucking? I know I'll throw it on there and uh, I, I go walking, but maybe there's something that I'm missing on here. So now I got to go find, you know, who's the expert on rucking? Yeah. Who's the expert on, you know, walking well that's michael easter that's you know one of those guys better shoes better Better anti-chafing t-shirt underneath something like that so for instance i started doing this and i was good and then all of a sudden like probably about 40 days in i started getting a pain in my shoulder and i'm like god 
what is going on here? I'm going to have to stop. And so I'm like paying from rucking on YouTube and I'm going all this stuff. And on the third page, there's this guy and it's a, it's like a 30 second clip. And he goes, let's see, 30 seconds. That's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Harder, right? understanding. So I click on it. He goes, Hey, have you been rucking for a while? And now you're kind of getting a little pain. Shoulder hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Your shoulder hurts. You know, you're going to do this, readjust your vest. You've probably lost some weight. You need to readjust your vest. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> tightened it up. Good to go. So Let's that guy was your resource. That guy use. was a resource. You know, do mm. I know anybody else doing this? Do I, yeah. you know, and then finally it's my network, you know, I, I put it out there like, look, I want to do this, but I kind of like this Facebook group for yeah. the neighborhood mm. was yeah. a That's, huge part of that network. That was a big part of it um, to just say, Hey, anybody wants to come do this? And I had guys showing up and we were going and guys were buying vests and I'd have a collection of backpacks and my buddy, uh, AJ, he's got a weld fab shot. He cut me a bunch of plates because they were expensive at a time and have them sitting around. And I mean, that's it. And so what I would say is find out what you want to believe about yourself. Cause everybody's got an identity that they think you got, you know, if you're sitting there believing, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm this, I'm not a good husband. I'm not a good father. I'm not going to, I can't get in shape. You got to start believing. Okay. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Just one, just have a belief in yourself. Start taking action. What do and yourself? Okay, if you're somebody that wants to be a good husband, what does a good husband do? Good husband communicates with his wife, loves his wife, compliments her, helps her out. Okay, what kind of resources do I need to know in order to be there? If I don't know, I can go on YouTube. I can go on. There's information out there. Maybe a local church. Maybe, church. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and then then and then the network. The network. Like, get who around, are you surrounding yourself? Who are you with? surrounding? Yourself? If you're surrounded, if you're in a room where you want to be a good husband and you surrounded by yourself with a bunch of guys who all they do is complain about their wives. Not going to have room. Wrong you, room. You got to, you got to get around that guy. That's like, I love my wife. Yeah. I, I mean, I got a buddy of mine. I think about it when it's my wife. He's, he talks the world about his wife. He mm-hmm. loves her. He is head over heels with her. And every time I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, that's what that guy would do. So, you know, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Beliefs. Actions, resources, network. I like it. Yeah. The barn technique. The barn that, method. That's how people get, that's how people begin. When, when people ask me, you know, and this is kind of me being like a little brash, I guess, you know, how do I get started? Begin. Start. And it's not, it's not an acronym. It's just, Hey, uh, what's your goal? Your goal is you want to be in shape. Um, well, you know, you need to exercise more than you're exercising now. Mm-hmm. Go on a walk. Yeah. You know, that's beginning. Right. And then so on the, the dominoes start to fall. Right. And you build it up. Um, so good old boy podcast. That's right. Is it on all podcasting all, platforms? All the podcasting platforms. And you, you do have an Instagram? Do have the Instagram? Good, good old, old boy, boy podcast. podcast. At good old boy podcast. Correct. And on, on Facebook too. And we've got some good things that are coming out with this. So, you know, going to be putting a lot of time and effort back into this. And the one reason why I, I came back to that, in fact, I was telling Phil is that, you know, I just shut down one of my businesses because mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I'm not getting something out of this. It's not returning what I want. It's not filling me. It's not doing that. I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to get back to what it was into the network and into the groups, into the like-minded people. And let's rock and roll with this. Sound like you made a priority decision there. I did. And uh, yeah, maybe you could make a little money from the side business perhaps, but this network, these resources in this network that you're going to build and grow if you go over here and do this other thing and out reallocate that time is going to pay dividends further down the road than what's going on right now. Correct. Correct. Love every second of it. The barn method. 
Yeah, the barn technique, beliefs, yeah. actions, resources, network. You got that, Sean? Did you write that down? Bro, I'm digging it, man. Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I do like I'm it. I'm just trying okay. to soak I, it in right now. Yeah. Guys, like, we're going to wrap this up. Y'all check out Buster, man. Uh, check out the Good Old Boy podcast. Um, it, I think you will find something in there that is beneficial to you um, if you just give them a chance. And uh, follow them on Instagram. And uh, do the barn technique, man. Beliefs, yeah. actions, resources, network. Do it right now. I did have one question before oh, we close go ahead. out. One more. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Um, I noticed at the end of your podcast, you like to say um, you'd like to direct people to your description to get on a 15 minute call with you. Have yeah. you had a lot of recruitment into like your network or people through that? Uh, type of so, like um, so that's actually new interaction yeah that's actually new something that I'm starting uh, to be honest I'd, I'd really love getting into the coaching whenever I'd, I'd go on rucks with guys and everything there would always be a guy or two be like can I talk to you for five minutes real quick and we'd sit and chat and go about you know hey what what's going on mm-hmm. what do you want to talk about and and, and <laughs> I've got another acronym it's it's the farm and it's the barn and the farm. The barn, barn and the farm. And the farm. The part of the farm, but the farm is focused and rooted men. And it always comes to what do you focus on? Why are you, are you rooted into something to deliver this, to, to believe in this fully? And so it, it, it's, a, it's a coaching group. It's a mastermind group that's going to be coming up. And it, it, it's more in line of what my time talents and every coach I've worked with has told me, I'm like, no, you're a networker. You're, a, you're this, you're that. So that's where. Dang, I like that. Know, the barn and the farm. The barn and the farm. The barn and the farm. I got a name of the podcast now. <laughs> the good old boy on the barn, on the farm with a barn there or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll work on it. We'll get it. Sean will get it dialed in. Yeah. Okay, guys, like, subscribe, tell your friends, give Buster a like and a subscribe. Check us out. Comment. All that good jazz. Five-star review. Send us money if you want. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get out of here until next time. Peace. Peace out, guys. Hopefully they send us money. I'm hoping for the money. Send us I some got money. three kids. I can use the money. <laughs> yeah. Buster could really use the money right now. Yeah. Cash, cash apps are linked in the bottom. Yeah. You can split it between Buster and OTG Fitness. Venmo, cash, yeah. check. I take it all. <laughs> all right, y'all. All right, man. I love it.